Welcome back to the Call Not Qualified podcast. I'm Owen. And I'm Natalie. And we are super, super excited about today's episode. We are talking about running. And I know for some of you that may like pique your interest, but others might already be scared and be reaching for the like pause button to turn this off. But don't get scared away. Um, we're going to tie this into what the Bible says about running and running the race of your life, um, an analogy that's used in the Bible. So we're going to share some fun running stories. We'll also talk about um, what the Bible has to say. So don't go away. This is going to be a great episode. Yeah, so we can just jump right in with some fun fun stories, some of our favorite things. Yeah, so I don't know. We have probably more of our memories together are spent running than like anything else. And... Mm-hmm. Our running memories go way back before we were dating, even. So, I don't know. If you want to share the story about, like, our first, very first run together, I don't know. I feel like you maybe remember that a little better than I do. I mean, there wasn't much of a story. It was a little bit just like, hey, like, we should just run. I was like, (laughs) um, okay. And then we ran most of the run in silence. But you know what? It's, we've come a long ways, so. Yeah, so that was back, we talked about this two episodes ago, I think, about like how our friendship started and how we became friends and then how that turned into our dating relationship. But we started running together before we would even like, we're even friends. Like one of the first times that we. The first time like like, I ever came over to their house, we went for a run. Yeah. So it was a little awkward to start, but our friendship really, like, it really sprung out of that, I'd Mm -hmm. say. Um, And we still run together, and it's just something we both enjoy so much. So As we ran before we recorded the podcast. Yes, we actually ran together this morning. That was the way that we prepared for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, on the treadmills, definitely not the best way to run, but it works. Um, No, it doesn't actually work. While we were recording this, I think it's probably like five degrees outside or something like that. So, anybody else getting just really done with winter? <laughs> like, just like spring, where are you at? If you're That's... listening from somewhere that it's not cold, I'm lucky jealous. you. <laughs> and please send us your address because we're going to come your way. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was our first run. And then that was kind of during like, kind of like the COVID times a little yes. bit. And then we kept running together Mm -hmm. and just became closer and closer friends and a little insight to our relationship. I actually asked Natalie out on a date after a run, which maybe wasn't the most romantic way to do that. You know what? It it seemed very fitting for (laughs) us, like dripping sweat on the back porch, you know, it's nothing better than that. But yeah. And the other fun thing is that with us both being runners and both going to the same school, we get to be at each other's races almost always, mm-hmm. which is not something that everyone gets to do. Um, and so... it's It's been so fun. We have so many memories from just our teams being around each other and just from meets and all sorts of stuff that are just really fun things. Yeah, so if you're not someone that's super familiar with, like, cross-country or track as a sport, it's a little different from, like, basketball or soccer or some of those sports where like a lot of times the guys will be in one town and then the girls will be in another town for cross country and track it's actually like all the meets will be together so it's like the girls run at one time and then the guys run like basically right after Mm -hmm. and so we've gotten the opportunity to be at almost all of each other's races and natalie's team has gone on to state 
a couple of times. So mm-hmm. even though I haven't been running there, it's been fun to watch her there. And we've just had so many fun racing memories. Yeah, for There's sure. one race in particular. We ran at a course called Galewoods. It's kind of infamous in the cross-country world as... Like, everybody hates on it like it's the worst thing ever, but then everybody does well there, so clearly... Yeah. It's known for having this crazy hill, but both of us happened to have just a really, really good race there, one meet, and that is one of my favorite running memories together, because mm-hmm. after that race, we were... Because you got... That was a conference meet, right? Mm-hmm. And you got all conference which is a big honor because, like, the late conference is super, super competitive. Um, And I had a huge PR, and so both of us were just, like, crazy excited afterwards. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, just, it was such a fun, such a fun race. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so fun to reminisce, talk about all these fun things. It's also, but like we said, um, tying this back to, this is, we love to talk about this because this is just one of our favorite subjects. We can get so sidetracked and going on this for so long in conversations and all of a sudden 20 minutes goes by. But if we want to jump into looking at um, how this ties to the topic of our podcast today. Yeah. First, real quick, just before we get into that sidetrack, you know, we said we get sidetracked with running. Yep. We get sidetracked with a lot of things, honestly. So (laughs) there's been, we, one thing we really like to do is just like, we talk on the phone a lot. um, And there's been many phone conversations where it's like, okay, like, I need to go, like, it's time that we, like, you know, wrap up this phone conversation. And then one of us brings up something about running, and that phone conversation lasts, like, an extra Guys, hour Guys, there's, there's no ending that conversation after that. <laughs> um, we promise this episode won't go on forever, though. Um, but we, the reason we're kind of doing this podcast, like, this episode this week was, it was our first week of track practice. And yes, it was. so we're kind of just all, like, super, We're in the zone. Yeah, we're super <laughs> excited and just pumped up for the track season because mm-hmm. um, it's not as good as cross country in my opinion but it still is super fun and mm-hmm. I can't wait yeah it's our last last high school season it'll be a lot of fun um both of us actually get to run in college too which is going to be so fun Owen's going to run at Northwestern in the cities and I'll be at St. Thomas and we're both super excited about that so yeah it's so fun that like our running journey doesn't have to end with high school that we get to keep keep going on it's a lifelong sport it's something that i didn't really think i'd be able to do for a long time i didn't think i was gonna be able to run at the collegiate level and now it is just d3 but it's still something that i feel he's faster than he's giving himself credit for <laughs> it's something that i still feel like proud about and i'm really excited um and it'll be so fun mm-hmm. um yeah but i'm definitely gonna miss the high school experiences for sure we both have such great teams yes so now we can go into what what we are going to talk about and what said, more people we'll, maybe will be interested we'll in. Wrap this up before we get even more sidetracked. Um, so there's a couple places in the Bible where um talks about give comparing the analogy of running or like competing in a race to running um in life and or like running the race of your life. And probably the most notable verse about this is Hebrews twelve one. Which says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders us and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that, so that verse, it uses the word perseverance, mm -hmm. which I think, I could be wrong, but I think some translations use the word endurance, which yes. is a very similar word. Um, I feel like endurance is a word you hear in the cross-country world a little more than mm -hmm. perseverance, um, just because, like, it's endurance running, you know, it's longer distance, it's not a sprint. Um, but They're I think pers <laughs> perseverance is a really good word that means, you know, practically the exact same mm -hmm. thing. Um, and yeah, that is such a good verse. Yeah. Do you want to maybe explain that a little more? So basically, yeah, the verse is just saying, like, let us, like, everybody's, like, as Christians, like, people are, like, watching us, like, you have the witnesses, which is what it says at the beginning, surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. And it's saying just, like, let us throw off everything that hinders us. So basically everything that keeps us from Jesus or keeps us from our goal of him to just run with perseverance, the race marked out before us, which is basically just saying to like, go forward in our life, persevering, enduring through all the things to the race marked out for us is just life and what Jesus has called us to do and where he's just leading us and just saying like, to just stay on that path. Um, it's, it goes on to say fixing our eyes on Jesus. So just with your eyes on Jesus, living your life like that. Yeah. It's such like a great analogy. And I feel like as runners, I love, like, I love this verse as a runner. Cause I feel like I can really understand mm -hmm. some of this. And I feel like even if you're not a runner, you can still you understand, can understand this analogy. At, yeah. And like the part about fixing your eyes on Jesus is like, that's what you're like looking forward to is mm -hmm. comparing that to a cross country race. I think there's lots of times where it's it's not an easy sport. Um, I don't know. You may see it and just think, oh, yeah, I could, you know, go on there run. But um, it, it is hard. And you definitely need things to motivate you to keep going. And a lot of times what I know myself and Natalie and others do is, you know, keeping your eyes on the person ahead of you and trying to catch up to them and pass them, you know. And then if you pass them, you know, fix your eyes on the next person and catch them and pass them. And obviously this is a little different, but I think, yeah, fixing your eyes on Jesus is a really good analogy to that mm -hmm. because that needs to be the goal. You know, that's what you're, ultimately you're trying to finish the race in a cross country race. Um, and there's an analogy in this verse with that too. Yeah. But as you're running, you're, you're looking ahead, you know, you're looking in the verse, you're looking towards Jesus. Mm -hmm. I think the question becomes, though, some people probably are wondering like, what does it look like to run my life for Jesus? Like, how do I, how do I go through my life living like this? So we've picked out a couple points that we think are helpful, that they compare well, but they also are just things that Jesus is teaching us, but we can tie back to our fun favorite subject mm -hmm. of this all. So starting with like the first point, kind of a big thing in starting with the cross country thing, and then we'll move into like how this, you know, has the Bible like running with people. So as a runner, it is super like running. It goes up like 10 levels when you get to run <laughs> with someone else. It, it's just so much more enjoyable. It's a lot more motivating. Yeah. And you get to, you know, push each other. You also just get like conversation. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's how our friendship grew so much. You know, we were talking about like, we just had that time just to like talk yeah. together, you know, while mm -hmm. we were running miles and miles. Um, you but, really get to get to know a person you spend a lot of time with. Yeah. But what this analogy can be for the Bible and like what it looks like to run your race of your life is like 
surrounding yourself with people, you know, running in a sense, you know, just surrounding yourself with other people. And we've talked about this kind of in our last couple episodes, just about friendship in general and about how, like, you need those other people around you to just keep you strong and keep you motivated and just keep you on the right course. Another thing, like, in this situation that I think is really important is just, like, the encouragement that friendship can bring to your life. I know, like, as with any sport or anything that's hard, like, having people that are there to encourage you is just so helpful um I know for myself and I think that's just an important thing in life too is just like walk walk through your life with your people but encourage your people as well and just do things to lift them up build them up and just tell them the things that you appreciate about them and stuff yeah I think having good friends and good people around you is so crucial. It makes all the difference. Living a life that is for Jesus because you can't do it on your own. You know, you mm-hmm. if you try to do it completely on your own, you'd you'd fall apart. like you'd you'd go astray. We, we were made for community. God God designed us with the need for other people. He knew that we wouldn't be able to do it on our own, and so he gave us other people for that reason. And so you just got to make sure that you're you just have those people in your life because God gave them to you, so. Yes, exactly. And another kind of cross-country analogy in this is, like, staying on the course. And the people, if you surround yourself with people that are on the same path as you and are going to help you live a life that's more like Jesus, they're going to keep you on that course. And yes. Obviously, staying on the course in a cross-country race is very, very important. If you went off the course, well, first of all, you'd probably get disqualified from like a technical standpoint. But even if that didn't happen, more than likely, if you go off the course, you're not going to, you know, you're going to have to take some crazy route over a bunch of rocks or, you know, tall grass, or you're going to end up going four miles instead of three. And, you know, it, it wouldn't just, be a good... It's not ideal for anyone. It wouldn't be a a good thing and the same goes for your life if you if you start falling off of that course that you know course where heaven is the finish line Mm -hmm. then you know you need people that either are going to keep you away from going off the course but also you need people in your life who will get you back on the course Mm -hmm. if you go off of it yeah, that's a crucial piece in friendship is having... We talked about this in a couple episodes ago about just having friends that are willing to call you out and do what it takes to get you back on course because they love you so much. Also, like we said, going off the course often leads to, like Owen was saying, you can go farther or you can make it harder for yourself. I think sometimes in life when we go off the course, which is like basically straying away from Jesus, sometimes we think it's better. We think it's going to be something... We're going to find something better, but often it leads to something harder and more difficult and you're causing more harm for yourself that you brought upon yourself. Well, if you just stay on the course walking with Jesus, I mean, following Jesus is no easy thing either. Let's just say that. Like, there's obviously hard parts about it and Jesus never said that it was going to be easy. But I think that having someone who's the guide of your life like that is definitely an easier way to go than trying to do it all by yourself because you think that you know best mm-hmm. and bouncing off of that i think like sometimes what this is kind of goes along the same lines what now i was just saying but i think sometimes in life we might you know want to take a shortcut you know to use a racing mm-hmm. analogy like oh like if i go here like maybe i can you know get around this or i can you know get a sh- take a shortcut but that's not gonna 
end up as well. Even if it seems appealing, like, ooh, I don't, you know, I can cut off this whole part of the course. You know, as a runner, that definitely is a thought that, as much as you would never do that, it's definitely a thought that crosses your mind. What? I don't know. You know, you're two miles in and you're just, you know. You're saying you think you thought about going astray before? No, I said I would never actually do that. But when you're tired and you're, you know, falling apart in the middle of a race, some crazy things will go through your head. Do anything. Some crazy things will go through your head. But back to the uh, Bible analogy. Um. Sometimes a shortcut may seem appealing, but if that shortcut is getting you off the path of Jesus and the way we're supposed to be going, it's going to be rockier. It's going to be, you know. It's like in a movie when the kid's like, I know a shortcut. And you're like, are you sure? Because I feel like it's good. And then like, obviously that starts like a whole plot and then it's like not a shortcut. And then there's problems. Not quite like that, but basically like (laughs) the shortcut sometimes seems shorter and sometimes it ends up being more difficult. Yes. That was a really weird example. I'm not really sure. No, no, no I get where you're going. I'm getting where you're going. Um, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. The, the movie, do you, you know the movie Inside Out? Yes. <laughs> this is going to be even a weirder example. D-A-N-G-E-R. Yes. Yes. Shortcut. <laughs> We're such little kids. But if you haven't seen the movie Inside Out, there's a part where they're going to take... This is going off the gonna, <laughs> We'll get back. We'll get back on track. But I feel like this is worth mentioning because it's hilarious. And... Inside Out is, like, one of my least favorite movies, but this is a funny part. This <laughs> um, was my favorite movie for multiple <laughs> years in elementary school, so... Oh, this is just too good. Um, just keep going for But no, sense. where I'm going is they're trying to take this shortcut, like Natalie was saying, in the movies, you know. But there's a sign above the shortcut that it's a danger sign. And shortcut the one is guy, in quotes. The one guy <laughs> reads it, and he goes, T-A-N-G-E-R. Shortcut! shortcut. So there's, there's the analogy, but... Oh my goodness, we are really off Surely had no point, but it was just fun, so why not? <laughs> we, we both were drinking caffeine before this. Because uh, uh, we can't be trusted <laughs> on caffeine. That was a really bad idea. Oh, oh my breath. goodness. Uh, um, okay, this goes well. We need to rest, which is... That's the, the next point. The next point is rest, yes. Which maybe <laughs> we need some. Um, well, okay, so back to running in the Bible. Um, Obviously... For anything physical, any sort of physical thing, rest is very important. It's crucial that you let yourself recover and that you give yourself the time that you need so that you're, if you take the proper time to rest, your performance is actually going to be better. And I think the same goes for life. Um, it's, I mean, I know in our day and age, it's really common to have a lot of things going on and to have a lot of activities. And that's a, I mean... A lot of those things are good things, and they're things that we enjoy, and they're things that we find really fun, but sometimes we just got to take a step back and rest a little bit because, I mean, that's something the Bible even tells us, is just like, come to me, those you who those of you who are weary, and I will give you rest, because Jesus is where we find ultimate rest. And I think some of us are a little bit turned off from rest sometimes because we're just like, oh, well, there's all these things I could be doing, or like, well, if I just rest, then I'm just being lazy, but... I really think there's a difference between just resting and just being lazy because I think sometimes, sometimes, yeah, there are days where it's just like you're not being productive or just not doing anything. And then there's a, but there is a difference between just like, I need to let, I need to just give myself some time for myself to rest my body, to reconnect with God so that things that I actually do that are productive are going to be better if I take a minute to... I think rest is more of an intentional thing you do oh, for after, sure. after having worked hard or, you know, had this mm-hmm. load on you. Um, yes. 
I think lazy is more just on, like I said, like rest is like kind of like planned, like I'm going to take this time to mm -hmm. rest and recover and spend time with God or, you know, whatnot. I think lazy is just, you know, or you just decide you're just going to lay on the couch and do nothing for an hour. Yeah. Which I'm not saying that I don't do that because I definitely find myself doing that sometimes, but it is important to remember that we mm -hmm. need actual rest at times. Yeah, there's this, um, something that our pastors talked about a couple times is our, at our church is the concept of that when your load outweighs your limits, it leads to a crash. So your load is obviously everything that you have going on in your life. It's your schoolwork or your job or your activities or something with your family. Just all the things you have to do. Your limits are like your physical, emotional, like mental just capacity of like what you can actually handle. And the problem is that when your load, like the things you have to accomplish are more than what your what is within your limits it leads to a crash and this crash could look anything like well now you're like having arguments with other people or now you like you forget to do something or like this really big like project you were supposed to do doesn't get done because it slips off the plate and all these things start to crash if you don't give yourself any time to actually just like rest because you're just going 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 all day every day 24 7. Mm -hmm. And I think that rest isn't even just about actually resting. I think part of it is like sometimes rest is just like taking time to reconnect with God because if you're just going in, you have all these things in your schedule, but you don't have time for God in your schedule, that's that can get. Yeah. Like, I think maybe some of us, myself included, get like in the mindset where it's like, well, I'm too busy to have time to rest. Mm -hmm. But I think you can fit in that time of rest and you can fit that into a busy schedule. I think like mm -hmm. that could look like, for instance, if you're just like in the car mm -hmm. driving somewhere, you know, spending time with God while don't, doing that. Don't physically rest. Do not close your eyes while driving. Well, okay, that's, yes. <laughs> no, I know. Um, <laughs> or, you know, I'm trying to think of other examples. Just I Yeah, I also think sometimes we say that we don't have time to connect with God, but it's like, think of the amount of things, like, that if you just, like, cut that out, like, oh, like, I just sat on my phone for half an hour, like, scrolling through social media, and then you're like, oh, should I have all these things to do? I don't have time for that. It's like, well, I think there's some things that if you rearrange the way that you did things in your schedule a little bit, I think we all, we all could do better about finding time to connect with God than we do. Yes. Because we are in no means perfect at that either. Yeah, no, that's definitely something that I try to work on and I still need to work on. Um, and I think it's fitting. So right now, if you, if you're new to faith, you may not know this, or even if, you know, depending on what church you go to, this might not be something that's talked about super much, but right now we're in a time called Lent, which is the time leading up to Easter, which is coming up really fast, actually. Um, and Lent is a time that oftentimes people will give something up and, they don't just give it up just to give it up, but to then replace that with, with God, with God and mm -hmm. becoming closer to God. And I think that's, you know, a really good idea. And it's something that I've not maybe done as well as I should, but I have tried to give some things up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Just a, one more thing before we move on to our last point is that I think sometimes rest also can be forced upon us. I think that sometimes we're just going, 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 and we don't want 
to stop. And I think sometimes God has a way of almost forcing us to stop. And I, I mean, I get it. Rest is hard. It's hard to stop other things. I have had to have a little more diligence with this lately. I've had a little, some issues, um, just physically with my foot and stuff throughout the winter. And it was more of a forced time of rest. I did not want to be resting, but I had to, and it's hard. And sometimes though, I think that God just says like, I know that you would never choose to rest on your own. So I have to put something there that almost is going to force you to take the rest that you need. Yeah. And I think that's a really good way to look at that because I think sometimes those hard things are like bad things. I mean, that was a pretty good, I mean, that was a pretty good chunk of time that you were away from running and Mm -hmm. injured. And I think, you know, sometimes we wonder like, well, why did like, why did this bad thing happen to me? Um, and I don't think it's that God wanted you to be injured, but I think he may have been using that to show you like, Hey, it's time to slow down. Like, I mean, yeah, it came kind of at the end of the cross country season. Mm-hmm. I had another friend who was injured at a similar time and we were talking about this, obviously at first it's hard, but then we were both taking a time like, you know what, if this is what God wanted, because he knew that we both needed to slow down and there was going to be no other way that we did this. Like, you know what, to his glory, I guess, because if, he thought this was something that we needed, then I guess we're just going to take it because, yeah. yeah. Which is, I think, just, it's a, it's, it's hard to change your perspective, but I think sometimes it's necessary to change our perspective on rest and understand that God gives it to us as a blessing. Yep. So. Yeah. So this whole podcast, we've been talking about what it looks like to run this race and chase your finish line, but what is the finish line? We all, most of us know that the finish line, that if we are Christians, that we are striving for is ultimately heaven and that someday we're all going to end up there. And I think the questions are like, how do, how do we live for heaven? I mean, we're just here. So how do we live with such a perspective of eternity and looking for that? Yeah. And I think it's important to note that um, you know, like the finish line is heaven. We talked about the race being, you know, like the course being like living for God. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to note that if you feel like you're not on the course, that's getting you to heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's never too late to get on that course. Mm-mm. You, I mean, God wants every single one of us on that course as a part of his family. And he is standing there with open arms waiting for you. Yeah. Unlike a actual cross country course, the course that leads to heaven is never too full. Um, I've ran some cross country races with way too many people in them, but yeah, the course that leads to God and leads to heaven is never too full. There Mm -hmm. is always room for everyone. Um, and yeah, like I said, if you do not feel like you're on that course yet, there, yeah, it's never too late to Mm -mm. turn towards God and get on that course. Yeah. God loves you and he wants you on that course and he wants you, he wants you at that finish line. He wants you to be in heaven with him. Another, another thing to note too, with that is maybe you were on the course and maybe you feel like someone, you know, you're in a spot where you've tried to take a shortcut, like we were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. or you've, you know, you've just gotten off of that course just as it's never too late to get on the course for the first time. It's never too late to get back on the course. Mm -mm. So yeah, just a, a good reminder. Yeah. I found 
like I said, it's hard to know exactly what it looks like to live for heaven and how we're going about that. But I found this quote just a couple weeks back, which fit in really perfectly, but it said, if you're a Christian, you're not a citizen of this world trying to get to heaven. You're a citizen of heaven trying to make your way through this world. Basically saying that it's not about just doing all the right things that we can to check the boxes to eventually end up in heaven. It's it's knowing that heaven is our ultimate home and just doing all that we can here in the meantime to bring as many people with there as we can and to just enjoy the time that God has given us now until he finally eventually calls us home to our finish line. Yeah. And I think like it's it's kind of cool that it uses like the term running, like running towards heaven. Like mm-hmm. we should be excited like that the end of like the end of our time on earth is not the end of our Mm-mm. you know our life you know we have that eternal life to look forward to and so like running this race with endurance like mm-hmm. running towards the finish line you yes know. running just with your whole heart towards jesus because heaven is going to be so amazing the bible gives that promise and we get to spend an eternity with jesus and the bible promises or the bible even says that god has set eternity in the human heart basically saying that all of us all of us have that longing. All of us want, have the desire to want to spend an eternity in a perfect world. And I think it's so cool that someday all of us together are hopefully going to be able to. Mm-hmm. We can cross that finish line together. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. Well, we hope that you found something encouraging in this podcast that... Thanks for bearing with us and our crazy stories. And I know that for some of you, this topic probably wasn't quite as entertaining. Maybe some of you really like this and you're big into running. And some of you were a little, like, not quite as much your thing, but hopefully you were still able to find some encouraging points in here. Yeah. Um, Real quick, before we wrap this up, just an announcement not related to this topic at all, but... um, if you are listening to this on Spotify right now, but you maybe have been wanting another option, our podcast is now on Apple Podcasts as well. So mm-hmm. all the previous episodes, as well as this one, and hopefully all the future ones as well, mm-hmm. will be on Apple Podcasts if that is an option that works better for you. So we're super excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess another announcement too, our first episode reached 100 listens which is super exciting, and we just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening. Um, and I'm just so glad that we've been able to share this with you all. Yes. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.